Porgy game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Tom and Tom's the greatest. I don't know his lyrics. Yeah, does that make me less of a Canadian? Paul Anderson, you know him. He's the guy in the stamp. And he's on the phone with us right now all the way from, I don't know, wherever he is. Henny, what's going on? Not too much here, just waiting for the phone call with bated breath. You know, when you call, you got to be at your best. you got to be at your best, man. Who Who is the guy that, um, that, have you ever avoided a certain interviewer, like Gino Retta? I would hate to be interviewed by that guy, you know. Well, I, you know, I'll tell you what, Bill Gadsby, my first year in Detroit, uh, I was just a kid, Bill had been around a long time, and he says, two, there's two things, Henny, you do not do. You do not take on the press or you're going to lose. Right. And you don't take on a coach unless you're Gordy Howe. <laughs> right. And he says, you treat the pe- or, uh, the press with respect, and you'll probably get along with them. But I'll tell you what, you give it to them, and they'll get the last shot in. And yeah. Was that good advice or what? That was great advice. And that's why I get you on the show, because you've always been so nice to me over the years. Actually, I'd like to tell everybody this. Paul Henderson was my very first guest 14 years ago. Can you believe that? <laughs> 14 years ago, Paul. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary at times. Uh, that means you've got to be, what are you now, 56? Uh, well, just a little bit older, 57. <laughs> He's smooth, eh? He's smooth. Well, I just turned 74, and I'm enjoying it. 74. Dude, when I think of people who are 74, I don't think of of you. I mean, you're... You're svelte. You're you're in shape. You you look. You got all your hair, your teeth. Well, I my I give it all the credit all to my wife Eleanor. Man, she is uh, when I get a line, she gives me. I call her the uh, the velvet hammer because when I get out of town or I get out of line, uh, she can give me a tune-up pretty quick. So yeah, she's yeah. been my greatest asset. Um, I want to talk about. I just saw a clip the other day. I was googling you uh, as I was preparing for this interview and. And I saw an old Marcel Dion commercial for CCM Super Tax. Oh, yeah, for sure. And right at the end of the commercial, it was all, I would have played it, but it's all French, and uh, that's another country over there in, in Quebec. <laughs> um, and and uh, right at the end, he goes, right, Paul? And and there's this close-up of you with your with your googly hair and your your wonky teeth. What happened over the years, man? Because, boy, you're good-looking now, but that was a shocker of a picture. <laughs> Well, I'd eat broken noses. So at one point, I was good looking. But when you have eight broken noses, you have an excuse. Did you get paid good for that commercial? Because those, those skates were, like, you had to have super tax. You couldn't well, have tax. The, the, the best thing for me was the helmet. They came to me, and so I did their, uh, uh, oh, um, the uh, the uh, helmet was a, the big deal. Right. I, I was, uh, and that's when the first time I... Recognize you could make uh, pretty good money on the side. When I was playing with the Leafs, I was making almost as much on the side as I was from the Leafs. Really? Wow. Yeah. Jumping. You know, I was talking to Kathy Lee Gifford yesterday. We had a great long conversation, and they talk about. She was telling me about when Frank Gifford died uh, in her kitchen. In their kitchen, um, immediately her and Cody had a conversation about whether they were going to donate Frank's brain to science because of him being an. Uh, an NFL Hall of Famer, and they and they found out later that there was some issues with concussions, et cetera, et cetera. What's your take on the whole uh, concussion syndrome? I don't even know what the right words are, but ECT or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Paul. Well, I'm not sure. It, it's it, it it affects people different ways, but uh, uh, obviously there's a backlash somewhere. But I've I know of six that I had for sure. Six concussions. Yeah, for sure. 
uh, that I've, you know, spent time in the hospital with some of them and that. Was that uh, because of the velvet hammer, or was that out on the ice? (laughs) No, no, these were all on the ice, I'll tell you that. (laughs) When you you use a velvet hammer, you don't get a concussion, but you get a severe (laughs) (laughs) tune-up. Um... Well, speaking of, of uh, hockey and marriage and combining those two things, I want to know two things. Number one, what's the secret to fighting in hockey? Number two, what's the secret to fighting in marriage? The secret to fighting in hockey is never fight. Never? <laughs> you never had a fight? Well, I did, but I didn't fight very often. because I, when I, my, uh, Eddie Bush, he was a tough guy. We played in uh, Hamilton. We won the Memorial Cup. In 1962, and I had a year left, and we lost a lot of our guys off that team. It was an older team, and, and Bush came to me the next year, and he says, I don't want you to take one penalty this year. He said, I need you to score goals, and he said, you're not going to help the team fighting anyway. He says, I, you do not need to fight. Don't mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Stay on the ice. I scored 49 goals, wow. in, uh, and, you know, when you're not running at guys and, you know, japping them, they, you know, they know you're a hockey player, and they don't fight. And I, I only had two or three fights in the NHL. One with John Ferguson. Now, oh, is that stupid or that's what? Stupid. That's really stupid. Yeah, well, that's like fighting the Grim Reaper. Well, there you go. Well, you know what? He came around the net, had his head down, and I nailed him, knocked on his arse. <laughs> and uh, we go to the face-off, and they face off against him, and they dropped the puck, and he suckered me. Oh. And I just went, I had a black eye the next day, but I did get a couple of shots in. Good for you. Good for but you. I, I think that the, the linesman knew I was probably in trouble yeah. and uh, jumped in, thank goodness. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's talk about the secrets, the secret to fighting in marriage, because that's a legit thing. Anybody that says, oh, we've never fought, we've been married for 70 years, I think, well, one of you has got a backbone like a grocery string then. Well, you know, it's so neat. Um, we had a couple. I was out, I spoke in uh, Milton Tuesday night at sports dinner out there, and I was at a table with a young couple that came to our last marriage conference uh, a year ago uh, down in Niagara Falls. And I said, what's the biggest difference in your marriage since you went to that uh, conference? And he said, well, we learned that uh, from that conference, when we start to fight now, we have to hold hands. And he said, we hold hands and it takes all the, both of us are pretty aggressive people, you know, and it just settles everything down. So as soon as we start to have a fight, hold we hands. hold hands. Boy. Now, that's the first time I've heard of that before. But yeah. I, You know, there's some Italian couples that could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, too. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, I want, we want to talk about this, uh, this uh, big conference that's happened over here. Uh, Paul has had this lengthy and exciting hockey career, of course. Uh, but all the way along, he's had this loving and supportive Velvet Hammer by his side, Eleanor. And uh, they've been involved, uh, both of them, with family life for over 20 years and are still speaking occasionally at weekend getaway marriage conferences. Uh, weekend getaway is a marriage conference uniquely designed to enrich your relationship. And as I said to Tim earlier, unlike those other marriage conferences, uh, to register for the Family Life Canada Canada's uh, weekend getaway at Niagara Falls, Ontario, which is coming up March 10th to 12th, you got to go to FamilyLifeCanada.com, FamilyLifeCanada.com. Paul, I'm a guy. I don't want to go to a marriage conference because I'm just going to get pointed at and picked on and I'm going to co- walk away feeling like a loser and then i got to really change. You know what I mean? Uh, au contraire. Oh, au contraire. Au contraire. French, you must have played in Canada. <laughs> yeah, you got it, bud. Well, the, the great thing about the, uh, the conference, uh, Drew, is it forces you to talk about things you probably should have been talking about last year or the year before. 
and it and it tells you how to commu- we teach you how to communicate with one another. We teach you how to uh, resolve conflict in a, in a in a peaceful way. But it, you, you figure out the things uh, about your marriage that need to be maybe tuned up a little bit, or, or some as you have serious struggles in. But it's just a learning experience, and so uh, the material is so great it forces you to uh, to think about it and then share with each other, and you can evaluate where your marriage is. And and you have a game plan to you know help it get better in areas and it's just terrific and and of course you know who gets the most out of it though the people that have good marriages that, that really gain it because that first time we went 25 years ago I mean I didn't see any reason to go whatsoever because Nora and I had a great marriage and got a great one today but we had a pair we had friends that were really struggling and so we went with them hmm. well I went and I couldn't believe. How much I learned. Hmm. I, I mean, uh, uh, communication uh, uh, resolved. Well, the two biggest one for me was was uh, communication. How to communicate? And uh, like I learned, I wasn't a very good listener. Uh, I was I'm really sorry. You speaker. learned what? I wasn't a very good listener. Sorry, what? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and. Uh, so, and I'm resolving an conflict, I didn't know the proper way to, you know, I always win, you win the argument, you know, I would play, I'm a hockey player, I'm, I'm, I play to win, yeah. so we'd get into an argument, and I would take up positions I didn't even believe in, <laughs> just to win the bloody argument, you know, how, how well, see, I had a couple concussions in junior, too, so... Yeah. I, I got an excuse for that. But, <laughs> yeah, right. But it really is a good weekend. Uh, but obviously the couples are struggling that are, you know, they got some serious stuff going on. It's a pretty tough weekend. Yeah. But I, I, we've seen couples, Drew, come in different cars, stay in different rooms, and at the end of the uh, conference, know they've got a game plan to make their marriage work. And we've heard back from people a year or two years later, we'll get an email from them. Thank goodness we came to that um, conference. We found out how to make a marriage work, and we've never been more in love. So we know it works, and that's why we continue to do them. Who tends to be scared more of marriage conferences, the wives or the husbands? Oh, the husband, for sure. Most of them, they're skid marts all down the... <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on. Where are the skid marks again? Let's just uh, we oh, want to oh, clarify the, that on the entrance to oh. the to the dining room oh. where, or the, the conference room, right. guys. The last thing in the world <laughs> most guys want to do is go in there, and just like you, I mean, you just you said what most. Oh my God, I'm just going to get beat up. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. And then they get in there and they thought, man. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's, and that's why a lot of people don't come. And, and true, quite frankly, I didn't see any reason to go whatsoever until I went. And that holy, cr- and that I actually said to Eleanor, "We're going back next year because we'll have forgotten a lot of things." Yeah. And Can- then it was then we went back, and there used to be men come up from the states, and I said, "This needs to be couples." And so we were the first couples that started to do it. It took me three years to convince Eleanor to try it because she didn't speak much, but. Now, uh, she's a better public speaker than me. It really irritates me that, too. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. Okay, give us one practical thing that you've learned as a result of hanging out with these, these family life people and these weekend getaway things. Give us one little gold nugget that someone may get if they go to one of these weekends. Uh, let me see. What would be the really... Uh, there is nothing, and I, and I firmly believe this, there's nothing that can't be worked out. When two people, you know, when people you're in love when you get married, and you go and you just, you follow what we teach you this weekend, and I'll tell you, there is no situation that you cannot heal. My husband cheated on me six times. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's not uncommon. I, we've had people, we've had people, uh, one guy was having an affair with his uh, mother-in-law. Uh, another, uh, you know, another... Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> so, listen, there's nothing that we have not heard. I mean, nothing. I'm nothing. The first three or four years we were doing it, we would look each other, our eyes were the size of saucers. I mean, what people were telling us. Yeah. But now we've heard it all. And I tell you, we've told... Well, we had one situation. Uh, this, uh, this guy left his wife, and he was living with this other woman, and she kept... She was a Christian. He wasn't. And uh, she kept praying for him, and he says... You know, you're going to come back to me. And he says, he said, and he told her, I've never loved you the way I love this woman. And he said, I am never coming back to, uh, to you. And they came to a marriage conference. Uh, they got him to come because he had some problems with his relationship there. But they put their marriage back together. And they lived. he lived apart for a year with another woman. Wow. And uh, so. Wow. All right. You well, know, there's, anything's possible. I, I really believe that. So I, I don't think there's. Uh, people out there, you think your marriage is over, it's absolutely uh, hopeless, just give this weekend a shot. There you go. And, and a lot of people do come as a last shot, and and uh, obviously, uh, a lot. now not everybody makes it, and people still get divorced. I'm not saying this is... Uh, perfect. Uh, it's not perfect. No. I mean, if, people, if you've got one person that does not want to be there, then the marriage is over. Right. So, you know, but if you if you really have... If you're in love, we can we can show you how to make it work. Paul and Eleanor Henderson have been involved with Family Life for over 20 years. Uh, back when they were 17, they first started. And they're still <laughs> speaking occasionally at weekend getaway marriage conferences. And uh, the reason Henny's on the show today is to talk about the one in Niagara Falls, Ontario, March 10th to 12th. You want to go to FamilyLifeCanada.com to register. FamilyLifeCanada.com. They have another one in Ottawa, and they have one different parts of the country. So go there and see if there's one near you. But this is the one we're talking about, Niagara Falls, Ontario, March 10th to 12th. And you can find out how much it is and what the... I think you're staying at the big fancy hotel in Niagara Falls looking over the falls. Is it the Marriott, I think? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's important to have a falls view view, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have that. You know. Oh, for sure. Um, sir, thank you again for being on my show. You are a very gracious, stubborn, bullheaded, handsome man. <laughs> thank you very much, my buddy. <laughs> you hang in there, buddy. Thanks, Andy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Paul Anderson on the Drew Marshall Show.